Melissa Lecrae right now, you locked in with Generation Motivation, my man Jay Money. I tried to warn them, told them it was coming, but they ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. They tried to knock it, but they couldn't stop it because they ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. What's going on, good people? It's your boy Jay Snipes, aka the podcaster of the people, back with another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Thank you for your support. Thank you for continuing to share, um, like, subscribe. And, uh, you know, I just feel that positive energy, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what really keeps me going and, and, uh, and, and pushing to find these, these interviews that I find. And, you know, without fail, I, I definitely have a special guest on today's episode. I have Millicent Ryan from Keller Williams. Now I call her Mills, you know what I'm saying? But I, I've I've known her for years. And uh, but hey, uh, Millicent, welcome to Generation Motivation the podcast. Jay, thank <laughs> you so much for having me. Um, I do want to show love to anyone who is about motivation, self help, helping people learn. Uh, more about where they sit in this economy, where they sit in this world, and their family. So I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, and I, I once I brought up the idea of uh, of Millicent joining the show, man, she was gangbusters. She was all on top of it. She was like, "Yes, please," because she knows, you know, for one, um, it's all about you know, creating generational wealth. And she has some keys, just like DJ Khaled. She she has the keys. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, and this is a special tidbit. Now, when I said that, you know, that Millicent and I go way back, um, I am also an author. And and, and I'm going to say Mills now. Mills is a, is a dope... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mills is a dope uh, artist as well. So she actually illustrated my first book, my children's book. So... Um, you know, I'm always uh, in debt to, to to Millicent. You know, for that very very special project, and um, so we we are both a I'm a published author with that first book, as well as my second one. But I'm a published author, and she's a, a, a published uh, illustrator as well. So, um, but we switching lanes now. We, we're talking about this real estate game. Um, so, I guess first and foremost, just kind of maybe give a little backstory as to how you got interested in real estate to begin with and, and we'll take it from there sure um, for me I got interested in real estate um, through <laughs> generations my family's legacy so to speak my uh, grandmothers on both sides owned real estate uh, when we lived in New York my um, paternal uh, grandmother had multiple um, pieces of real estate, one of which was a uh, grocery store with an apartment on top. And she had established herself in the community and had rentals, had her own home, and had a home for help my father get his first home, her, his brother. And so this is something, you know, that I grew up knowing about. And when she passed, 
the this real estate was passed on to my family and they held it for some time and then they sold it so as i got older and i started learning about the value of real estate i instantly thought of my family legacy mm-hmm. and where it began and where it started my um grandmother's brother became a millionaire um from his father. His father opened one of the first black grocery stores uh, back in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. And um, it was something that hit hit me in a place where I wanted to continue that legacy, even though it, I, I felt like it may have skipped, but <laughs> I wanted to bring it back in the family. Right. Um, something that he started. So I... Uh, got into real estate i had been researching it for a very long time since i was young and the more i learned the more i realized how large it was so for me i'm passionate about it because it's something that my family was passionate about at one time and i want to create the generational wealth that was started i want to bring it back i'm gonna gotcha so you you may or may not know, but what 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 time frame was that when you were talking about your grandmother owning the grocery store and with the with the properties, you know, the the initial one? Do you we're know? talking about like uh, late eighteen hundred. Wow. Nineteen hundred, like wow, wow. All right, because my dad was. Uh, was older. He was a lot older than my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't that far removed from slavery, like the family line. So maybe like three generations. I can go like three generations back from my dad's side and see and see slavery. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that was remarkable. At that time frame, that she had that mindset. She she understood the importance of owning land, owning property, and building generational wealth, and being able to have have a little something, you know, a little piece of something. That's what they used to say, have a little piece of something right. to, to pass on. You know what I'm saying? So she 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 understood that, you know, back then. That's that's remarkable. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm just trying to to step into the the trailblazing coattails. That's all. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, most definitely. Um, and you know, you were talking about uh, you know building the generational wealth, and of course, you know, I, I know that you you know have some affiliation or, or understand the principles of the, the multifamily movement with, with Julian Gordon as well. So, and uh, I know he's he's definitely you know pushing that narrative also about building generational wealth and and, and giving a lot of you know keys and. And points to that, so definitely a good, uh, a good, a good trailblazer to, to follow in the footsteps as well. You know, um, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, go, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, what I was gonna say is that for me, with Julian Gordon, he caught my eye because he was um, not selling something that was only for him. Right. And when when I say that, I mean. He wasn't looking for just his benefits. He was really trying to educate, and is, I'm sorry, trying to educate people who will listen. Right. Uh, 
a society that hasn't always been able to um, take advantage of real estate in this way. And knowledge is power. And so I love what Julian Gordon is doing. And I definitely want more people to be able to jump in on the multifamily um, bandwagon. Because if you look at the numbers alone, we're talking about being able to invest in a property that may cost you $700,000. And that's, that's not always the case, but if it costs you 700000 and you are able to get one that maybe is a little less or a little more, but you still are able to take both pieces of property and get full rent on both. Mm. Now, will you pay your mortgage? And people have to realize that even in the first five years, if all you're doing is gaining $100 credit on that, which is not likely, you're likely to make a lot more money. But even if you just gain $100 credit, the benefits of your tax credit, the benefits of owning a property, um, the benefits of the potential equity, the benefits of being able to refinance whenever you want and get money to put into new real estate is just insurmountable. And we don't know all of these these benefits of, of how to gain from, from wealth. Mm-hmm. But that's like why Julian Gordon is is putting that information out there because the more you know, the more you can take advantage of what's out there. Exactly. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely a tough brother though. Definitely a definitely has it all together, um, right mindset. And uh, and in knowing you, I, I know that you know the real estate portion is also a passion because you have a very very giving spirit. And when, when I say that, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, you're definitely the type of person that wants to be able to share that knowledge to help build others up. You know what I'm saying? You're not the type to, I'm going to hold on to this information and, you know, and then, you know, you gain wealth and then not willing to share those those keys with others, you know, to be able to also follow in the footsteps. Because it's really, it's I mean, we're all here for a reason, all here for a purpose. And I know we were talking, you know, prior to the interview about you, um, you know, like even wanting to drop nuggets on your, you know, your nephews and just kind of give information and that positivity and, 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 uh, it's all, it's always important to be able to use our platform and in the right ways, you know what I'm saying? Building up the community. And it starts a lot, obviously with, with family. Hey, you know, if we have the mindset that once we learn something that can be beneficial, not only to ourselves, but you know, our family, build our families up and they are they're able to build that generational wealth and and make sure the families are taken care of then you you're also able to build you know your communities up you know what i'm saying so it's uh it's 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 a process where you know obviously you you have some some stepping stones there but you you have to be willing to take that first step you know what i'm saying definitely the the thing about it is we are a society of people where we go to college and not everyone goes but the, the, the ones who do go to college and you graduate you expect to get a job and then you expect to either stay at that job or go to a job where you can get promoted and that's, and that's sort of the end game you start a family you buy a house you live 
happily ever after and the cycle repeats itself with your kids um but as as i've learned the cycle is not the same for everyone some people their parents set them up and show them a different perspective and how to use their economy um not not just to to buy the fish but to learn how to fish mm. so when you go to college college should have a purpose sometimes we forget that sometimes it's just pushed like go to college go to college but let's look at what we're going to college for mm. let's look at the game we're young at that time and unfortunately this is a time where you'll make the biggest decisions in your life that'll mold the rest of your life so for me I try to instill in my nephews and nieces to when it's time to go to college you need to be thinking about what you're going to be doing in 10 years right. is this is this going to help you if you change your mind in your field will this will this still be able to navigate you through through life um, because your student loan ain't going nowhere. Ooh. But, oh. <laughs> but, hey, some, hey. So, hey, some people just had their student loans go somewhere, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That is true. laughs> but, not, but not enough of them. Right. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interject. You know, I got to be funny sometimes, but go ahead. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's important that you set yourself up for success. Right. You don't have to know everything to be on the right path. Right. Right. So I just want to push knowledge and perspective as much as I can. Always look for uh, a new perspective. Always be checking yourself in the mirror. Always see if there's something on your face, so to speak, something you can change. You always need to be looking for ways to improve ways to grow nobody owes you anything right you're gonna have to work hard for it so if you want to be an entrepreneur and or you want to work for someone for the rest of your life there is a difference both of them you definitely have to work hard for one of them you're gonna need to be a self-starter and so right you know right gotta choose gotta choose you gotta choose Hey, it's funny you say that because when we talked once again prior to, you know, the interview, we were talking about um, you made some very, very valid points about how a lot of people don't understand how easy it is to be your own boss. You know what I'm saying? I think we get wrapped up in the fact that we some people lack structure structure. So they need to have someone that's going to tell them. I need you to do X, Y, Z. And if you do X, Y, Z, then you can possibly be successful versus thinking outside the box. And like you said, being a self-starter, being able to motivate themselves, you know, being able to research for themselves, um, being able to, uh, you know, I guess dig deep enough to uh, pull themselves out of pitfalls. You know, obviously sometimes when you're, when you're an entrepreneur, I mean, everything doesn't go the way you want it to go. So there, there are some highs and lows to that as well. But I think people don't understand that there's not necessarily that much more security 
working, you know, in corporate America for someone else because they they can be like Thanos too and snap a, snap their fingers and you're gone too. So easily, <laughs> easily. hey, you, you put 15 years in thinking that you're safe and then come to find out somebody tapping you on the shoulder. Hey, look, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you, you know, I we definitely appreciate, you know, all you've given. However, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but I like the fact that you have that entrepreneurial mindset and that you are willing to share, you know, these nuggets of information. So, um, so yeah, so that kind of brings us to some of your points. So what are, what are some of your points that you have in regards to, you know, teaching us about real estate? One thing that I wanted to share today was about, um, what's going on with the mortgage rates right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's concerned because inflation period is affecting everyone. It is. It's no secret that people are concerned that prices and things are going up, um, but their pay rate is kind of neutralized. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) Neutralized. Okay. Yes. Stand still, stagnating. Huh? That's that's the best word I could come up with. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, so they're the Fed or the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates right now in order to fight inflation. This is this is what's coming out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Federal Reserve and the National Association of Realtors. And it's already happened a few times this year, which is record-breaking. Um, but what I want people to take away is that you know, people right now are don't know what to do. They're scared to buy a home. They're scared to invest because they're waiting for a change. Mm-hmm. And Jay, I think you you notice well too. Mm-hmm. Change definitely comes, but never how we expected. Mm-hmm. Never. So when, never. <clears throat> so when it comes to this market, like let me tell you what's going on right now. With in the 1960s, first time homeowners were like 24 to 25. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they were in a position um, financially to afford homes. Now, in 2022, the average homeowner is 33 for first-time home buyers. Oh wow! Yeah, and you know why? Because that's how long it takes to mentally be able to accept affording a home and to be able to afford a home. Right. Wow, that's um, that's a huge gap. It's it's very big. Yeah. Why why do you why do you have to be in your thirties to own a home? Right. Well, this is the thing though. Higher property prices. Mm-hmm. Student mm-hmm. loan debt. These things and rising rent on uh, rentals. Mm-hmm. These things affect you from being able to save those that ten thousand, that twenty thousand, that whatever that number is you want to save for that. 20% down that they, they're telling you that you need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's affected our era. People can't save the money. There's nearly like a third, I read, of first-time home buyers are getting gifts from relatives or friends for the down payment. It, it's not coming from their savings. Wow. The, it, the money's not there. Right. Not from in their jobs. So... The question is, like, then, then how are people getting homes? Because 
as much as people want to believe that the market is is stale, it's not. Right. You know somebody right now that's buying a home, I guarantee you. Right, right. <laughs> the market is moving. Right. The, the income of certain people are not. And so what's important right now is that people utilize the experts because we're talking about taking advantage of the things that not just the government is offering, but programs that are offered that you don't know about. And why would you research these things on your own? You do need to research them. Don't, like, don't be confused. You do need to research them, but you need to do targeted research. So go to the expert and start from that level instead of starting from a Google level. <laughs> ask them what they think experts being a realtor experts being a mortgage lender right. a broker right talk to someone multi-family people people who been there done that uh, have to wait on their belt right the thing you have to put yourself in a position to avail yourself of every opportunity you have. Right. Right. People don't know that, like, FHA, Federal Housing Administration, for those who may not know, they insure mortgages with down payments as low as 3.5%. percent mm hmm mm-hmm. May and Freddie Mac as low as 3%. Mm-hmm. Then there are other programs that you possibly can get zero percent some people think only the VA can qualify for that not true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so many programs out there and why would you waste a lot of energy sorting through the programs when you can talk to somebody that's true educate yourself if you want to if you want to learn how to be a doctor don't you go to college this is true this is true if you want to learn what's going on talk to the expert right you know, and that's a that's a great point because um, sometimes, I mean, obviously, you know, people look at the internet as being the truth and the gospel, which we, obviously we, we know that's that that is not fact. You have to be able to decipher through, you know, what's what's factual and uh, uh, what's fictional. And so, a lot of times, we read certain horror stories on certain things, and oh my gosh, I, I don't want that to happen to me. So then. You know, fears start to uh, fear starts to set in, and you know what I'm saying. And then it sets you back. I'm gonna I'm a wait a couple of years. I'm gonna wait till I have everything together before I do X, Y, Z. Why can't you take that leap of faith and go ahead and, and and be working on yourself and getting things together at the same time? You know what I'm saying? Instead of I, I have to wait until I have this in place and that in place because, like you said, a lot of people don't know that there are many programs out there. That, that meet people where they are in terms of right. being able to help them get into homes. You know what I'm saying? You might qualify. Your situation may not be the best and and with your situation potentially not being the best might end up being the best blessing for you to be able to get into a home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People, right. don't, people don't even think about that. Oh my gosh, I only make X, Y, Z or um, you know, I, I can't afford this or my credit is this way. And sometimes... Right some of those things actually kind of work to your advantage because they want to encourage home ownership so they help you 
get into that property as you're repairing your credit or as you're you know starting to make more income or or things of that nature so don't don't count yourself out like you said without talking to the experts those who who uh have like you said weight on on their belt you know what i'm saying definitely all all i'm saying is how many people have heard of habitat for humanity yes i'm gonna buy 90 percent off yes i've heard habitat for humanity but how many people know who qualify for it or how do you qualify no one right (laughs) (laughs) and and you should right you should before you move forward whether you qualify or not, you should you should be able to check that box and say this is not for me, or it isn't. Right. It is or it isn't. You need to be. You need to have a list of things that that you went through with the experts. A, a lot of people right now, Jay, are priced out of their homes. Right. You know what that means? That means they if they had to buy the house they were in right now, their income couldn't afford it. Mm. Mm. How? What? This, this is the market that we're in right now. Right. Once upon a time, you could sell your home and move into a bigger home with the money you made off the last one. Right. But now, that's not necessarily the case. Most matter of fact, it's usually not the case. Right. You you might not even be able to afford your own home again. <laughs> right. 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 That's, that's the market that we in. You have to know what you qualify for. You have to know about these tax credits. You have to know about these assistance programs. You have to know who's offering assistance with lower down payments. You have to know that. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Exactly. Hey, and by not doing the research properly, you end up missing out on these benefits that, you know, surely could help you. Um, so that's, that's, you're right. The, 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 I, I look at it just like, you know, if you're not qualified, don't do your own taxes. You know what I'm saying? Don't get right. Right. don't get in there and start doing your taxes because next thing you know, you're getting hit with fines you, or, or you're doing it, you know, improperly and, and you're supposed to get a refund and you end up paying all kinds of stuff. Like, I think that's a prime example. A, certain things you leave, you know, to the experts. Right. You know? Um... And with that being said, though, I actually, let me see, we've been in our house 19 years. We've been in our house 19 years, so I was late 20s. I was just thinking about that 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 average when you said 24, and now it's up to 33. So, um, and I remember, I remember when my wife and I, you know, took that leap, and she was really the one that was really pushing it, you know, looking for houses, yeah. and, 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 and I just kind of remember... Um, I was like, dog, moving into a house, that's a big step. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of, <laughs> hey, that's, that's, are we, are we ready? Like, why, if we're paying rent in an apartment to live, then what, <laughs> then why not pay, you know, a mortgage where we're actually building wealth and, and, and working towards owning something. So I don't know why, but you know, it's just, it's just, it's just mentality. And I guess stepping into, stepping into maturity and, you know what I'm saying? Taking that 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 leap of faith that everything's gonna be okay. It is. What what if <laughs> I'm really big on the what if these days to change people's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um but, but but what if 
from infancy, your parents were telling you you're buying a home. Almost like people tell their kids to go to college. Right. Sometimes that's where it stops. They just tell their kids to go to college. Like, that's the end game. That's the goal. Get a good job. Go to college. But what if also they were telling you to buy a house? Right. Right. What, what if they took you along through the process of them buying their house? Right. What if you know what it's like to be at a closing table at a young age? The, the, the perspective is different. It's different. The feelings are different. It's, they're less. Right. And like you said, I mean, the more knowledge you have about a topic, the less fear you have. So if you can learn as much as possible about whatever topic it is, then your fears start to decrease because, okay, I already know. I'm, You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, there are not going to be any curveballs or as many surprises because I already understand the process. I'm well versed on it. You know, so it's all about that education. So I like that. I like that. You know, taking taking the youth at a young age to be able to kind of go through the process. You know, right. I I remember uh, one of my friends said uh, I was grown when he told me that his dad used to sit him down when he paid his bills, yeah. right for the bills, and and said, "Son, this is when the bills come in, you pay them." And that stuck with him. And he said, and that's what I do, just by rope, just automatically. When the bills come in, I pay. Right. It's so, it's so simple of a thought, but it's one of the main reasons people find themselves in a world of financial trouble. Because when the bills come in, they do not pay them. Right. And, and sadly, they have the money. <laughs> they have the money. <laughs> they have the money to pay it some of them and they still don't pay it and they don't understand how it affects their credit by allowing it to go past 30 days you know which uh causes you to have higher interest rates which causes you to pay more money when it's time to look for a house or you know or pay on your mortgage which then takes more money out of your pocket and you have less money to be able to build generational wealth right when, when I was young, I saw my mother using a credit card, waiting on a check to come just so she could buy it now instead of waiting until next week. And then she paid the credit card. And even though she paid the credit card, still, it's the mentality of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Waiting, um, borrowed money. You, you, don't, you don't know. If you, haven't, if you don't have that money in the moment, it's not always smart to use a credit card. Credit card, for me personally, now that I've seen so much with the real estate world, you should be using your credit card to, to build your credit. Mm. It's, it's fantastic for that when used properly. But just to have a balance sitting out there and making payments is, is horrible interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dead money, you know, like... You end up paying $150 for a pair of jeans that that was 50 bucks. Right, exactly. That's so true. But, again, that goes back to, you know, education and knowledge. And that's, I mean, it, it all circles back, Jay, back to your, your generation, motivation. <laughs> right. Don't get me. There you go. Hey, so, so let me ask you this. So what would be the biggest 
piece of advice that you would give to someone that's looking to 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 take that leap of faith and purchase a home? Don't wait. Because today's market is more affordable than you think. Tomorrow's market is just going to be higher. Right. Look at what history has shown. Most people get equity in their home. There are times when, when that doesn't happen and you mellow out or whatever. But most times, the last 10 years, people have gotten equity in their homes. That means their homes are worth more than they're worth. So waiting just shows that you lost an opportunity. Right. Take advantage of the programs that are there for you. If you qualify for a loan and you think you want more than what you have, so when I say that, I mean... Maybe you qualify for two hundred and fifty thousand, but you want a house that's four hundred and fifty. So you're like, I'm gonna wait until I'm making that kind of money. Mm. No, no. Mm. This goes back to getting that generational wealth. Get that home you can afford, and guess what you can do? Use that real estate to make you some more money and build a better credit line. Yes. Be able to afford that house. This does not have to be a forever home. What it can be is an opportunity. Right. Right. Hey, because you can get in, get into that what I guess is considered a starter home, which people call. Mm-hmm. Get, mm-hmm. Hey, get into that starter home, build your credit, um, build up some equity, and then when you are at a point where you can afford that, you know, the home that you wanted. Then a right. hey, rent the other one out, move into or sell it and get the equity. And you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, but you stand in an apartment and, 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 and not building any equity and not building any wealth and just continuing yeah. to wait. It, it is definitely not doing any good. Because let me tell you, and I hope, I hope people hear this. You either, you, you're always paying a mortgage. If you, if you live somewhere and you pay the bill, you're always paying a mortgage. You're either going to pay your mortgage or somebody else. Oof. Oof. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. That's true. That is so true. Um, what other what other tips do you have? Any other advice? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> hey, I, I know you could write a novel on it. I'm sure. <laughs> it's, it's so much, Jay, because it's one of those things where it, it becomes overwhelming. information right you got to stick to your niche because you you want to be an expert in something you you don't want to know a little bit of just everything right um okay but but for me like with real estate i i advise people that and i i'll go beyond real estate pick um pick a goal sorry something's not right Wait a few minutes. Uh, that's my hate girl. I can't. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Hey, Google trying to Google trying to stop this this knowledge from Google's coming out. Trying to trying to get trying to suppress this this information. These these gems you about to dro- dro- drop on people. <laughs> won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that people should take the time to set goals. Mm-hmm. Everyone has dreams, but but call that a goal. Mm. And what you'll need to do is 
utilize your time better. I don't care who you are. If you think you're utilizing your time well, do it better. Mm. So when it comes to your social media, when it comes to the music you listen to, um, when it comes to your downtime, when it comes to what you think about throughout the day, target. Target those things. Mm. Be more specific. When it comes to what you pray about, don't be all over the place. Be more specific. When you start targeting your goals and you start looking on social media for how you can afford a home, when you start looking for ways to utilize the real estate that's within your uh, line of budget, when you start utilizing your free time to network with the people in your sphere that you know, when you start being specific about how you choose to use your time, you will definitely see progress. You will definitely see you stepping towards your goals. And as long as you're stepping towards your goals, you're gonna, you will definitely reach them. Yes. Yes. Calculated steps. As long yeah. as you're stepping forward. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Well, you know, I, um, I, uh, I always ask two questions and you know, I, I was, I was joking and I was serious when I, I guess some of both, when I said something about you can write a novel on the tips, but I think, I think, you know, more so what, what people should do is um, if they have more questions, we'll, we'll be able to give your information uh, to them. We'll post it. So that way they can reach out to you. Um, so if they have questions or if they're in the market right now, um, and, you're, and, 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 and Melissa is in the North Carolina areas the charlotte area um so i definitely uh, i definitely want you to make sure you reach out to her because she's a wealth of knowledge and she cares it's not just hey i'm you know i'm gonna sell a house and and make some money off of it it's, it's more about putting you in the right home something that you can afford something that it's going to appreciate something that you you know can build a legacy and generational wealth with you know what i'm saying so um, and that's that's what I, I like about you know uh, meals. I'm, I'm gonna say meals now. That's what I like about meals. I'm gonna brag on her, but I, I yeah, I sincerely believe that you know this is her passion, and she wants to be able to uh, educate you know people and, and help them grow. So uh, you know, I definitely applaud you for that. And um, and with with that, I'm gonna I'm jump into these final two questions. First question: What do you want your legacy to be? Okay, so for me, I would want my legacy to be something of teaching people how to fish. When I say that, I mean give people the opportunity to learn how to utilize the things that people have been utilizing for thousands of years, hundreds of years. Teach your family. I want people to understand that you have to complete a transformation of yourself. And I, and I hope they see that, that I have done that. Um, transformed into something that my community can speak on, something that my family can speak on, um, to change the culture 
of, of people that I belong to into a positive um, interaction with one another in a way that, where we support and lift up. And I definitely want to um, preach, preach, preach about having the idealism or the thought process of, of supporting each other in a way that if you learn something that works, to, to share it. Um, help somebody out. You don't have to hold someone's hand or give something away for free, but if you learn something, help the next person. Like they say, pay it forward. So for, I just want my legacy to be something where people remember I want it I want it better for the next person. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that segues into this final question. And, and, you know, it's funny because when I ask these questions, they always kind of lead to this final question. And, and, and all throughout the interview, this question is normally answered by the time we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I guess to sum it all up, so with it being Generation Motivation, the podcast, what or how, I'm sorry, how do you feel as though you're motivating your generation and generations to come? Lead by example. Mm. That that will never change. Mm. It was true when it was said and it's true now. Lead by example. Um, You can't have the me first attitude or me only attitude. It's a group thing. And so I am going to show that um, what I believe in. I'm not going to just talk about it. I'm going to show what I'm going to believe in. I'm going to talk to people about what I believe in. And I'm going to give people a chance. You got to you gotta forgive people for their thought process sometimes because sometimes it can be shocking. And, and so you got to forgive them because they need time to forgive themselves. Mm. Oh, man. Hey, hey you dropping the jewels. <laughs> You dropping the droop. Oh my gosh. You got to give them time to forgive themselves. I like that though. I like that. And, um, you know, and, and with that being said, I definitely want to thank you for, um, this wealth of information that you've given to us. I want to thank you for your commitment to, um, you know, making your community, uh, a better place than it was when you found it. I, I want to thank you for, just having that mindset of being able to, you know, teach others to fish. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, hey man, we, we just really don't understand the wealth of knowledge that we all have, you know, and you don't have to go to college to be a wealth of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing about it. You know, oh, such and such is more educated than I am. And, you know, people shrink themselves in certain rooms because they don't feel like they belong. Right. Hey, we're all a wealth of knowledge. We all have a platform, you know, and as long as we're able to share that knowledge, share that information, share that platform and make the world a better place, then I feel like we we've served our purpose here on Earth. So I agree. We need to talk more to each other. Got to. Got to. So. um, But uh, I definitely appreciate you. Um, What? So how can. How can a person find you um, online? Like, what 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 is your contact information? Like your, I guess, the website or, yeah. or your email address? So, and I, I will post it too. Just, but you know. 
And, and like I said, I'll definitely post that information so people will be able to, to reach out to you. Um, any any last words, anything else you want to share before I let you go and so you can go, uh, you know, build wealth and help someone else build it? Yeah, only thing I want to say is don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah. Reaching out to a realtor or for me, reaching out to me is not a commitment. It's not a contract. I want to help people who want, who want to be helped. So if you have a question, any question, about real estate, about investing, um, about who to talk to, about getting to that point where you're ready, reach out to me and we can have a conversation without contingencies of commitment. But let's talk. I got you. And then people don't understand, you know, by tapping into you, I mean, they don't know the the network that they may have available to them. You know what I'm saying? The support system, (laughs) you know? Definitely. Definitely. It's a lot deeper than that, but uh, definitely appreciate your time. I appreciate you. I, I wish you much success. Um, and you know, you, the listener, I definitely appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you for uh, tuning in. You know, each and every week. Um, and uh, like I always say, man, you know, find purpose in your platform and use it to the fullest. We're all here for a reason. Hey, the sooner we find out what that reason is and that purpose is, hey, the, the more we can make the most of it. So until next time, I holla. <laughs>